0: Soul, and in closer, and TV Hello, I'm John Smizer, and I just wanted to share with you that I ran into my dermatologist, and um, that's what this is all about. So we're all fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just kind of on the healing side of things right now. Um, you know, when you go to the doctor, you think they should understand it all. And and they don't always do that. I have friends who think they know everything about everything. They're a know-it-all. And boy, they want to tell you, well, this or that or the other thing. And, and they, they want to they just let you know what for. Or uh, I have some other friends. Well, not many of them because to call them friends would be a misnomer but the idea of pointing out areas of my life or pointing out things that i do wrong or i didn't stop at that intersection long enough Uh, i didn't do this or that Uh, do you have any of those kind of people in your life or maybe is that you always being a know-it-all or uh, judging others or what they do right or wrong Um, those people are really hard to live with. Today, as we look at the second part of chapter 15 in Jeremiah, we're going to see how Jeremiah had to deal with that situation. It's a joy to be with you as we look into God's Word, and I truly do pray that these daily devotions are affecting your life, that it's the Holy Spirit moving in your life to uh, point out areas where you can think different thoughts do different things share different ways with people it's the work that cgn tv wants to bring to you uh, a transforming ministry a message so that uh, our lives are more like jesus christ let's look into god's word today
1: Jeremiah, chapter 15, verses 10 through 21. Alas, my mother, that you gave me birth, a man with whom the whole land strives and contends. I have neither lent nor borrowed, yet everyone curses me. The Lord said, Surely I will deliver you for a good purpose. Surely I will make your enemies plead with you in times of disaster and times of distress. Can a man break iron— iron from the north or bronze. Your wealth and your treasures I will give as plunder without charge because of all your sins throughout your country. I will enslave you to your enemies in a land you do not know, for my anger will kindle a fire that will burn against you. Lord, you understand. Remember me and care for me. Avenge me on my persecutors. You are long-suffering. Do not take me away. Think of how I suffer reproach for your sake. When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight, for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. I never sat in the company of revelers, never made merry with them. I sat alone because your hand was on me and you had filled me with your indignation. Why is my pain unending and my wound grievous and incurable? You are to me like a deceptive brook, like a spring that fails. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, If you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. If you utter worthy, not worthless words, you will be my spokesman. Let this people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. I will make you a wall to this people, a fortified wall of bronze. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you to rescue and save you, declares the Lord. I will save you from the hands of the wicked and deliver you from the grasp of the cruel.
0: Here it is Saturday. And we're gonna be looking at Jeremiah 15, beginning at verse 11. Well, 10, we're gonna look at. And verse 11 is where I want us to take a few moments. Um, We talked or I shared the idea of a know-it-all or somebody who always pointed out the bad things in my life. Well, here is Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And the life of a prophet was not always the best life there was because uh, people weren't always wanting to be their buddies, their friends, their good-to-go guy with them. No, it says here, Alas, my mother, that you gave me birth, a man with whom the whole land strives and contends, I have neither lent nor borrowed, yet everyone curses me. Now, in my neighborhood, there's a neighbor that is always borrowing uh, uh, tools. And he always, can I borrow this or that? And somehow, I never get them back. Now, that wasn't Jeremiah. Jeremiah didn't borrow things from people, and yet people cursed him. People disliked him. It goes on here at verse 11. And the Lord said, Surely I will deliver you for a good purpose. Now there's a thing. Sometimes you and I will go through struggles. Sometimes we will be um, looked down on. People may uh, reject our relationship with them. But the Lord is going to do a good purpose through our lives. In some way there's going to be an a a good nature come out of what our struggles are. He goes on here at verse 11, Surely I will deliver you for a good purpose. Surely I will make your enemies plead with you in times of disaster and times of distress. It was said that uh, there are certain cultures that do not take warnings ahead of time. I think it was in the South Pacific, a certain island people when the meteorologists uh, were going over the radio saying that there's a typhoon coming, well, the folks would never listen to the the uh, broadcast or the weatherman. They wouldn't they wouldn't pay attention to it because look, it's all it's sunny here. How could it have a typhoon coming through? And then when the typhoon would hit, they wouldn't be prepared. They weren't ready for it. They weren't up off of the ocean. No, they were hit by tidal waves. They were hit uh, with fierce storms because they didn't listen to the people, to the weathermen. Now, here it is, Jeremiah is being that same person to kind of uh, call to the people and warn them about their lives. Are they really following God? And, And no, they're worse than their Their ancestors were, and they were in ways doing evil things that they just were were always on the downhill slide from God. And would they listen to Jeremiah? No. But God said, you're here for a purpose. See, it's a critical thing in Ezekiel. There's a passage about the watchman, the watchman who must sound the warning because the enemy's coming. Now, if the If the watchman does not sound the warning, any destruction or death or anything that happens to people, it's on the head of that uh, watchman because he didn't warn them. Well, Jeremiah is the watchman. And he's warning them. He's letting them know that judgment's coming. And he's doing it for their own good. There's a purpose that he's doing this. And in the day when the typhoon came, people would cry out to those who were in charge, Help us, help us. And the answer is, We warned you. And here Jeremiah is one who is warning the people. And they will, at a point, they will cry out for help in a time of distress and at a time of disaster. He goes on then, and he talks about I will enslave your enemies in the land you do not know, for my anger will kindle a fire that will burn against them. You see these folks who were not listening to Jeremiah, these folks that were always uh, backsliding, God was going to send them to a land that they don't know. It's a way from home. They're going to go a, a distant, land, and it's going to be there that they're going to be enslaved. This is the warning of the Assyrian captivity that was due for the nation of Israel when Sennacherib would come down. Now my question has to do with how about you and I? Are we prepared? Are we hearing any warnings in our lives of disaster to come? Are we turning a deaf ear to the Holy Spirit that may speak to us of need for change in our lives that's what Jeremiah is a symbol of an emblem of uh, an example of for us to realize that we dare not turn our back on the word when it comes as a warning to prepare us for the hard times that are ahead it will be disastrous We're told often that uh, uh, we will continue to do the very things that aren't good for us until the pain is so great we can't take it. Then the change will come. Well, here's Jeremiah in uh, verse 19 of our section to say, it says, therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you repent, I will restore you. Now, why is this happening? In the verse just prior to this, it says, Why is my pain unending and my wound grievous and incurable? You you are to me like a deceptive brook, like a spring that fails, that water that's to refresh us. And God says, if you repent, I will restore you. And what reason will he restore him? What reason will he restore the people? So that they might serve him. That's what the verse says. There's a purpose for restoration to serve God. Lord God, today I pray that in our lives we would recognize our walk with you is not for our own comfort. Our walk with you is not so that we are uh, pleasured in all that is going on. No, it's for your purpose, Lord, to serve you in whatever capacity, whatever way. And, Lord, may we surrender. May we be humble. May we let go of control of our life. And may we say, Lord, thy will be done. Not my will, but yours, Lord, for you are the one I will follow. You are the one I will trust in. And that is our desire today, Lord, that we would trust in you and everything. And, Father, we pray that you would guide us and bless us in your precious name. Amen. For a single soul let your God has that ping in closer. See she